0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to In-Depth, presented by the San Antonio Express News. My name is Luis Vasquez, and I'll be your host as we bring in journalists, editorial board members, and columnists to give us an inside perspective into the stories they bring to the Express News each week. Today, I'm joined by staff writer Madison Eisler. She joins the show to talk about her latest story on a new initiative spearheaded by a dozen of San Antonio's business leaders, including the CEOs of the Spurs, USAA, and Valero Energy. Welcome to the show, Madison. How are you doing today?
1: Good. Thank you for having me.
0: This story has been kind of all over the place, all over social media. It's kind of trending a bit. Can you just give me a quick rundown of the the story?
1: Yes. So as you mentioned, this includes a dozen business leaders in San Antonio um, and the chief executives of some of the city's biggest companies, USAA, HEB, Valero, the Spurs, New Star. Um, and they announced on Monday that they were forming this initiative called the Corporate Partners for Racial Equity um, that's aimed at fighting racial and economic inequality in San Antonio. And so um, part of this is members will be contributing $13.8 million combined over five years to support efforts in three specific areas. And those are education, economic opportunity, and safety and justice. And so that money is going to be used for specific things in each of those categories. So a few examples would be uh, tutoring and STEM-related programs for students in underserved neighborhoods, um, expanding families' access to Wi-Fi in their homes, um, setting up a fund to help small businesses, uh, subsidizing early childhood and adult education activities, um, and offering paid internships to Youth and young adults, and a few of the the executives involved said the the impetus for this was George Floyd's murder last year by a Minneapolis police officer, and the conversations that these business leaders had afterward um, with people of color. They said they were really affected by those conversations, um, and that it took a lot of time to to kind of put this initiative together, but they wanted to do something right away.
0: So how do you go about putting a piece like this together? Is it just through a press release? Do you go interview some people? Um, Yeah. how, How do you put this together?
1: Yeah. So we got a press release about it that basically had all of the names and the specific things that they would be funding.
0: Did you get to interview anyone for this story?
1: I did. So I reached out to everybody on the list. Um, people either didn't respond or weren't available by the time we had to publish this. Um, but I did interview Adam Hamilton, who's the president and CEO of Southwest Research Institute. Um, and he too um, cited George Floyd's killing as the, the spur for the organization. He said um, he had a, a visceral reaction immediately and really wanted to do something and um, the next step was figuring out other partners to get involved with this, um, putting together infrastructure um, to, to sort of run this, figuring out what, what issues to focus on. Um, and so part of that was surveying um, the CEOs that are part of this initiative, um, talking to experts, hearing from experts on um, barriers that underserved communities here face, um, and just putting together the, the funding and the, the infrastructure as well.
0: Of, um, of all the people who are involved in this initiative, I think you mentioned that most of them are white males. Could you talk a little bit more about that?
1: Yes. So in recent years, many corporations across the U.S. have come under increasing pressure to take stands against different issues like police brutality, um, voter suppression, and gender and LGBTQ discrimination. Um, San Antonio's large employers have largely stayed quiet on these problems. So this effort might be the the first of its kind. Um, and as we pointed out in the story, um, most of the the members of this group are white males. Um, there are a few non-white executives. Uh, the partnership's non-white executives include uh, saw CEO Robert Puente, uh, Jenna Saucedo Herrera of Greater SATX, which handles the city's business recruitment and retention efforts, and phil- philanthropist GP Singh.
0: Yeah, you mentioned the philanthropist G.P. Singh. Can you talk a little bit more about him? I I, I really didn't know much about him.
1: G.P. Singh is on the board of the San Antonio Area Foundation, which is one of the nonprofits involved in helping this partnership execute these different efforts. And um, according to the the San Antonio Area Foundation, um, he was born and raised in New Zealand, uh, came to Texas at 14, um, went to medical school, and was a, a practicing physician for a few years. Um, he then joined a, a technology company um, focusing on, on healthcare training, um, later founded an e-procurement startup in, in 2009, um, and has been very active in the, the local community. Um, he was part of the mayor's leadership and steering committee for SA 2020, um, later served as, as vice chairman of SA 2020, um, and just has been a, involved in, in a bunch of local efforts.
0: And you, I think you mentioned that every single dollar from, for, for, for this initiative is being committed by the members themselves. Is that correct?
1: So many of these members will be contributing to this $13.8 million pool. Um, some are not making financial contributions. Some are making in-kind contributions. So that means services or, or internships.
0: And so, I also wanted to talk about another one of your articles involving the Spurs about a new facility over on the northwest side. Can you talk a little more about that story as well?
1: Yes. So, as you mentioned, um, the Spurs are asking the city and county for $32 million for this big project um, near I-10 and Loop 1604 that would include a state-of-the-art training facility for the Spurs, a research center, a public plaza, Office and medical space and a public park. Um, The campus is expected to be about 50 acres. Um, The current price tag is over 500 million. And uh, Spurs Sports and Entertainment is contributing at least 100 million to this project. Um, They've said that the majority of the funding is going to come from private sources, although details on that and the research partnerships that will be part of this are still hazy. Um, They've said that. The these partnerships will include um, deals with research groups, academics, tech companies, the military, healthcare providers, and sports organizations that'll focus on studying um, people's cognitive and physical abilities.
0: When is the project expected to get off the ground?
1: So they've said that they're planning to break ground in the next month or two. Um, the the vote on part of this incentive package, a, a $17 million grant, um, will be voted on by City Council this Thursday. Um, and then separately, um, a $15 million deal with the county um, also needs final approval. So back in August, county commissioners um, gave staff the go-ahead to negotiate um, a deal um, for providing that $15 million in exchange for getting a 22-acre public park. Also, part of the impetus for this is concerns about the Spurs' future in San Antonio that were raised by recent management changes with the organization. So this summer, um, the Spurs announced that um, Austin billionaire Michael Dell had bought a percentage of the team, as well as San Francisco-based Sixth Street Partners, a private equity firm, um, half of the Spurs, uh, 22 investors were bought out and, and two more sold some of their shares. And then at the same time, um, the Spurs also announced they were promoting Peter J. Holt from chairman to, to managing partner. So Michael Dell, Sixth Street and the Holt family now collectively own more than 70% of the franchise. And so that's fueled some concerns about... Uh, the team's future here. I talked to Councilman Manny Polias, who represents the Northwest side about this. And he said that wasn't the main driver, but it was part of the algebra as he described it. He said, we want to make sure that it's difficult for the Spurs to leave. And so this is one of the things that does that. And um, Bear County commissioners said the same thing when they discussed this project in August. Um, Commissioner Trish DeBerry, um, whose precinct includes uh, the site where this campus would be built, said it would be soul crushing for the community to lose the Spurs. And she asked for a commitment from the Spurs um, that they were staying in San Antonio for the long haul. Um, And at that meeting, uh, the Spurs general counsel said that this development represents the team's commitment to the city. Um, He said, quote, this location becomes our home and our place that we're putting our flag in the ground for decades. And so with with this support, we believe this answers that question.
0: Did you mention where the? It just says north northwest side training facility. Do we have a, an exact location of where it could be?
1: Yeah, it's basically the northwest corner of I ten and Loop sixteen oh four. It's like right next to La Cantara.
0: And Madison, I also wanted to talk about your skyline column that comes out every Tuesday. Is that correct?
1: Yes, that's correct.
0: Can you tell the audience what it what it is that you do with your skyline column, and uh, what can they what they can expect?
1: Yes, so I write a weekly column about different real estate projects and topics in the area. And so this week's column is about plans to renovate the Granada Homes, which is a a senior uh, complex, affordable housing complex, along the Riverwalk downtown uh, that was built in the late 1920s. Um, So it's set to undergo a 63 million renovation. And that includes a host of different different things, Um, replacing air conditioning and mechanical systems, um, increasing the total number of apartments, um, outfitting apartments with new appliances and flooring and the like, um, adding amenities like a gym, and also restoring common areas to reflect what the building looked like when it first opened. The building is across from the Tower Life building and uh, the same company developed both and the two buildings were connected by an underground passageway used by customers and employees so that's kind of a neat fact that I learned while I was researching the history of, of the Granada homes
0: That sounds awesome do you I um, I'm assuming that's some of the best parts of like writing your column is finding like neat little history from the city what what's some of your favorite things about um, doing that column
1: Yes, um, San Antonio has so much history and um, learning about different buildings sends me down all kinds of rabbit holes. Um, just learning about uh, the city's culture, learning about different areas and how different parts of the cities develop, parts of the city developed, learning about different neighborhoods. Um, it's really fascinating and I get really excited learning about all the cool features of different places in the city.
0: It's awesome. Well, Madison, uh, I'll let you go now. Thank you so much for, uh, for your time. I really appreciate it.
1: Thanks for having me.